0: Today is Monday, August 7th, 2017. This is episode 48 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. with your host, Flattis and Shinder. And welcome, everybody, to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus. With me, as always, is Shin. (laughs) Shin, earlier today, told me that I shouldn't put it in my mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth.
1: Put it in your mouth. You gotta put it in your (laughs) mouth. No, 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 no. Don't you put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. I mean, you can't bastardize good old Canadian PSAs that much. Yeah, I can. Look. Apparently, I mouth. need to readjust my camera. Put it in your mouth. I, that's what the song said. No.
2: Put it in no. your mouth.
1: Yeah, no, sit, Listen, No, it's it. You, you bastardized
2: it. You removed the <laughs> don't you. Don't don't you what?
1: Forget about me.
2: I will end you.
1: <laughs> you can't do this by yourself. Yeah, Aww. It's making my
2: head spin how many activities we can do.
1: <laughs> so much room for activities? So many activities! Oh. <laughs> uh,
2: you sipping and my soupe, Guadalupe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be my favorite show.
1: The power of rice compels you.
0: Aww, dude. It Seems like I did have that. Why is that not on here? You really should. That was the important one. It was the important one. It
2: should be on here. Hold on a second.
1: I think I might have almost fixed my camera again. Wait, I do have it on here.
2: The power of rice compels you.
0: The power of rice compels I'm glad. you. Yeah. You know what you can do with that rice?
2: Put it no. in your mouth.
1: We're like two minutes in, Uh and I'm already wanting to walk off.
2: Now you listen to me, you sick son of a bitch.
1: No. No?
2: Don't wake the snake.
1: Don't put it in your mouth. (laughs) Don't make me sick the uh, house hippos on you. House hippos? have to save that one you for another night. You my sake <laughs> These are great. Just Pains, put it, please don't encourage just just put it please in your mouth. Put it in your mouth.
2: You just gotta put it in your mouth, Shin. Alright. In actual
1: news that. today... <laughs> what
0: happened? Oh yeah, welcome to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus, And, uh... <laughs> it's episode 48. What happened? We were... <laughs> Three minutes. Episode 48, in. put it in done. your mouth. <laughs> it's gonna be that is so fucking gonna be the name of this episode. Thank you so much. Episode 48, put it in your mouth. We haven't done we haven't done anything. <laughs> haven't done anything. Hi, welcome to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus. Uh and if you didn't know who we were. We're probably your favorite podcast or the one you hate the most, but that's okay because you're probably still listening to us in some sort of fashion. But you know what? There's a lot of podcasts that get a lot of hate. And if you saw Reddit this past week, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. Oh boy. <laughs> Reddit hates podcasts. Reddit hates a Nero from one, one
1: specific podcast in particular, but it really kind of had a bunch of podcasts in there.
0: Yeah, that's wait, real quick. Uh, I want to give love to LBR, <laughs> Phoenix Down Radio. Uh, who else? Frosty, uh, uh, Mogtai. Like all these, all the fucking podcasts should get love. Here's the thing: as a content creator, as both of us are content creators for this community, let me share something with you. And this is the top of the hour PSA. If you do not like us, that is fine. That is your opinion, and that is your opinion to have. All right, I'm not going to hate on you for that. We're not for everybody and we get that. Our comedy is not for everybody, our show is not for everybody and we're we're cool with that. But it doesn't mean that we're going to hate you and dislike you any less than any other person. Uh but that doesn't give you the right to shit on us. <laughs> All right? Because you don't like us does not give you the right to shit on us. I respect your opinion and that's fine. You should respect mine for wanting to do the show the way I want to do it. And I'm not going to hate you for that, and you shouldn't hate me for doing this, because I do this out of passion, and I want to see the community do well and the game do well, and don't harp on me, and you shouldn't harp on anybody else. If someone has sentiment towards the, the game that doesn't fit your views, he's got those views for a reason. That's all I'm saying. I have my views too. I, I, there are general things, and we're talking about that today, and we'll squeeze that in. How to improve Final Fantasy 14, because guess what? The game's not fucking perfect. And if you're on that high horse, we're about to knock you off of it real quick.
1: That might be like the entire purpose of this episode, but keep in mind, we spent the first two minutes talking about putting things in your mouth. We're, I didn't say we were listening. <laughs> main topic. We might get to the main topic of this episode. Yeah. If we just might, want to put that out there. Yeah, you may want to put the main topic
0: right in your mouth. Uh, so with that said, I'm going to start the show off a little bit like this because I, I forget to promote us and I want to promote this. Uh, if you are a listener and you have uh, if you have Twitch or I'm sorry, if you have, well, one if you have Twitch Prime and also if you have a Amazon Prime account and you get Twitch Prime for free and you like us and you want to support us in some sort of fashion or way. Let me tell you how you can do that. Uh, You can come here, if you're not using Twitch Prime, and you're listening to this, or you're not using your free Prime sub, throw it to us. Um, What that does is that, one, that supports us, and two, that supports us doing things like getting emotes, and getting new art for the channel, and that's stuff that is not necessarily free. (laughs) So, uh, we have people that like us, and we'll give it, like, we got the free emotes, and thank you, Meech. Uh, Again, you can go find Meech at MeechArt.net, and go buy his stuff, because he does great artwork. Um, yeah, people are using it right now.
1: I do want to point out that if you are using the free Twitch Prime and you have to resub, uh, I subscribed about a month ago, and I just got a little thing that I can go and resub now, so uh, yeah,
0: don't forget. I also, uh, Chili resubbed, and he even said in chat over this weekend when I was streaming games, he's like, listen, I don't resub two months in a row. He's like, you guys get two months. So I was like, he loves us.
1: <laughs> so Does this- he love us or does he love our emotes? Cause oh, really, 50-50.
0: 50-50, I mean, you come, you listen, you come for us, you stay for the emotes.
1: No, 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 you come for us, uh-huh. you come for the emotes. Well, well who's coming Don't for us? Don't
0: oh. <laughs> put it in your mouth. Put it in
2: your mouth. Come-
0: <laughs> Alright, I'll stop, I'll stop, I won't, I won't do it anymore. I promise. Said I'm done.
1: You drinking my sake, Kimosabi?
0: <laughs> um, alright, so so thank you Kane is just slamming Johnny Falcon. Uh, oh no, Kane, please don't. Uh, so
1: <laughs> Kane Kane is It was Ch- drinking, that was not fair. <laughs>
0: Uh, chat is getting real dirty real quick, alright, well, uh, let's, let's, let's ignore them, because they're, they may be, they may be crazy, (laughs) I'm not sure yet, uh, let's jump into some news, there actually is a lot of news, uh, first and foremost, the Furnishing Design Contest is going on right now, uh, so, let me read the little parchment, Adventures of the Realm, in light of recent events, trade with Alamigo in the Far East is increasing rapidly, but while our markets continued to thrive, our patrons were weary of the wares lining our shelves. To that end, we, are, we the guildmasters of Eorges' various tradecrafts, now seek the aid of the realm's most talented artisans. We bid you to lend us your creative minds and worldly experience in designing new furnishings. Be they made of rare metals and supple leather, or precious gems and fine fabrics, it matters not. Patrons, the realm overweight with bated breath for fashionable furniture to usher in a new age
1: of interior decorating. (sighs) LDR, our furniture sucks. Please make some for us.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure who wrote that. I have an idea who may have wrote that. And I will message them after they show if they wrote that. (laughs) Cause 'cause Bated Breath for Fashionable Furniture, please. (laughs) I like this person. I like them a lot, (laughs) but come on. (laughs) I'm giving you crap. They will never. They will. Ne- hopefully, they will never listen. This or I will. My ass will get handed all sorts of trouble. All right. <laughs> Uh, Final Fantasy 14 will be at gamescom in Germany and uh, this is Europe's biggest computer and video game show this is a chance really for Final Fantasy 14 fans in the Germany area that may not get a chance to go to like a, a, a fan fest although fanfest was in Germany this time around correct right like last year this or earlier this year was in Germany right because last year it was in uh, England this year it's in so <clears throat> Well, if you're going to Gamescom, you can be you can look forward to uh, the battle challenge with Susana and Lakshmi, the battle arena on Hall Booth Nine. I th- think, th- yeah, there's keychains with I beat Sophia, Bismarck, Sephiroth, all the all the cool stuff. So there's some key- keychains and awards. There's gonna be uh, stages. There's gonna be the Oshii and Natsuko Ishikawa. Uh, all right, I'm butchering his last name. Natsuko Ishikawa. There we go. Nailed it. Third time <laughs> signing session, and uh, there's gonna be the Gamescom fan gathering 2017. So it's a big party for all the fans to come and hang out with Yoshi P. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be a party. The venue's still secret. uh Beer and soft drinks will be on us, dude. If I could be at a party with Yoshi P drinking, that would be dope. <laughs> I'm just saying, we don't get to do a lot of fun things. We should do more fun things here. We don't have that kind of income. <laughs> We don't, listen, we don't have the LBR income where I'm like, we could probably fit in going to, like, a PAX West and party out there. We don't ha- I don't have that. Plus, you're, like, your international travel. That's a pain. Even though, like, you're you're our hat. You're, like, just right above us. It's, still- <laughs> it's a thing. It's a lot of things for us. Um, the Moonfire Fair is actually starting tomorrow, so tonight will be maintenance. Uh... N- If you didn't see what the Moonfire Fair is about, first of all, that drawing. Woo! (laughs) That drawing of the cat girl, I don't don't know where that butt slider is, but sure as hell. uh, I got problems. Anyway! (laughs) Anyway! um, Just realizing this now. No, I'm not. Uh, The main event is going to be the armor set that you get. Uh, it looks like- it looks like just a reskin of the- the- the Violent Tides- or, uh, Dungeon- the uh, Shushwee of the Violent Tides armor set. I'm not kidding, that is the armor set. Um, so it is very sexy. Very- there's not to, a lot to leave to the imagination, and, uh, I will glamour All that. All I
1: heard is, diable. It is diable. I'm gonna die- Which makes people really excited so they don't have to farm mm-hmm. the, that dungeon. Oh no, well-
0: that's not bad. Uh there's also gonna be uh like uh shaved ice, a orchestrian roll, and a painting. So um that's it. It doesn't look as exciting as last year's with the uh posing rangers, but I don't know, there's cute cat girls and dragon ladies and bikinis, so I'm down, I guess. Because I'm a lonely man in the real world and all I can really get is fictional characters. <laughs> you can't make fun of anybody, just make fun of yourself. That's the self-deprecating humor is the backbone of Maelstrom Radio. No? Sorry, I was slightly distracted. We forgot to tweet.
1: Oh, did we? Oh. You mean I've been five minutes into the cat butts? (laughs) Well, it's okay, we haven't hit the main topic yet, so we're good. I I like to say that I just said that I'm five minutes into cat butts,
0: so... If I don't pull that for the board, I've made a mistake. <laughs> Listen, I don't pull myself often, but when I do,
2: it's gonna not uh-huh. touch that one at all. <laughs> <laughs> Your audio
0: seems to have cut out. All right, is that better? It's probably better now. Yes, that's Miss Ms. Vader. Chat, cat, cat butts are best butts. I like her. <laughs>
2: It's me. Just, just
1: don't put it in your mouth.
0: <laughs> what exactly? Go on. Tell me. Tell me exactly what I shouldn't be putting in my mouth. What any exa- part of a cat? Mm, are we talking? What type of cat are we talking about exactly? Are we talking about like IRL felines, or like are we talking about macoute? Word this carefully. <laughs> let's let's just say cats. <laughs> just all cats. All right, let's say. Felines. Felines? What about dragon ladies?
1: I'm not gonna say whether you classify a Mikote or an Aura as a feline. <laughs> oh, I can't- I'll leave that up to the reader. You know. I know. well, wait, what? How do, we, how do we classify an Aura as a feline? I don't know, you're the one that brought up Aura when we are talking about felines. Well,
0: I mean, they're both different. Like, one's a dragon and one's cat.
1: Or lizard, I guess. I don't know how you want. And we were saying, anyway. Somehow we got. Off oh topic. no! <laughs> Chili came in here. Makotang. <laughs> <clears throat> have to put the moderation ban on uh, this chat. I, 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 I don't know what's going on, but you know, if Makotang's involved. one of the
0: shortest shows ever. <laughs> it's because it's, it's so much fun today. Just so much. We're having so much fun. Uh, I listen. I'm just saying, Fusion's in here now. He's probably just head shaking. Like, why did I come? Why do I ever just show up to these guys' show? And he's just like, why do I bother? know,
1: I think the exact same thing. Oh, he says my mic is peaking a lot. It's pro. Listen. <laughs> uh Discord is fine. It's it's whatever you're sending through. All right, let's let's try that.
0: I lo- I lowered my mic volume. It's the, it's the stream. The stream is sh- three. Sh- oh, is three ha- host me? Let's <laughs> just make my mic right here. It should be fine now. Hopefully, I apologize for the peaking. Uh, real quick, if you if you're listening to this live, I I'm bear with me, because Windows did a massive update, and it's like, we made your computer better, but really it didn't, because it fucked all my audio, (laughs) so, and I spent most of the time preparing for this show, fixing my audio, and I got, I want to say 99.9% of it fixed, except this 1.1% of where my mic, audio, and OBS is, uh, oh, thanks, Chili, just coming coming to hang out, and... He came in just to drop my Kotang and leaves. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Let's let's talk about uh, tales from the storm. Uh, so just like with Heaven's Word, they had these external stories. Which, if you're anybody like me, you like when a company does like external extra stuff. Uh, and the tales from the storm are really cool. They're like these little interesting stories and tales that we'll get. The same with Heaven's Word, which are really cool stories. Um, so I'm excited to uh like start getting into these stories and learning about uh some more background from from the characters we were introduced to uh so if you've not uh gone and read tales from the storm, it's out now and let's see if I remember who the first yeah the first one uh, the first one is called the weight of a name and there looks like there's gonna be four stories in this one um subsequently they're gonna be released uh well, last week, uh, the 11th, 18th, and 25th of this month. So we'll get four stories uh, throughout this month, and I'm sure Shit and I will. Maybe we'll do an episode talking about all four stories and see what we can learn.
1: Fireside chat time. Fireside chat.
0: And last but not least, <clears throat> Final Fantasy 14 is going to be at PAX West. I'm excited. I was gonna plan a trip out to the. S- that West Coast area and visit my uncle and go to PAX West, but that fell through because my uncle is traveling. So I didn't, although he probably would let me stay at his house, uh, I just don't want to be lost in Seattle. So, uh, and I don't think I can get PAX West tickets any longer. So that fell through for me, but that's fine. It happens. I I have bigger fish to fry. It's currently, I'm in the middle of that. Um, So... Uh, if you're going to be at PAX West, go say hi to the uh, uh, the, the devs, and, and Koji Fox gonna be up there for a lore panel, and I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. And go say hi to the uh, community reps, and they work hard and treat them nice. Um, and ask them for bags, because apparently that's what you do. I may get murdered for that, but it's fine. Shin, uh, we... we <laughs> uh, Oh, there's community news. I just forgot to add it. But uh, this Saturday, I will be live on Move Go Around podcast. Um, Shin is going to be out of town, but I will be on there with Paul, Metal, Chili. Uh, if you don't know who Chili is, he just makes his way around the whole podcasting community. And uh, I believe Klaus Nightbringer from Phoenix Sound Radio is also going to be there. Um, they Paul made it a, th- a thing. He's like, I need you and Paul. I need you and Klaus in the same episode. I'm like, I don't know why that, that's a thing, but I have a feeling something's going to go down, and I'm not sure what it is yet. <laughs> but we'll find out, I guess.
1: I'm only slightly worried.
0: I, listen. Chili, don't have me on your show. Total, totally not news to me. See, Chili knows something's going down. So, Chili, I'm just gonna warn you now. Klaus better not mess with me. That's all I'm saying. That's
1: all I'm saying. Don't wake the snake. Don't wake the snake. Chili does not have the same puns as Mr. Freeze. Chili... Is he actually Mr. Freeze? No, he's more like the like a chili dog.
0: <laughs> like, Skyline Chili. We
1: had that animated this last
0: week. Yeah, we did. We got Chili it's animated. We got Chili animated like a hot dog. So, you know. When, when Maelstrom Radio comes together and says something, we make the community do things. <laughs> so he's Sonic's favorite food, huh? Yeah, Chili's gotta go fast. <laughs> something of that nature. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, so, uh, Shin, I I have nothing else for community news, but Shin, uh, why did we come here today? Why why are we here for episode 48? And you can't say that because we have
1: anime and the power of a god on our side. Wasn't going to, but I was questioning myself why I showed up for this episode. (laughs) You know why. I mean, both from the point of you told me flat out beforehand I would not enjoy this episode.
0: Uh Uh-huh. It's, it's mostly because... PUT IT IN YOUR MOUTH SO
2: MANY ACTIVITIES!
0: We have so many activities today. Uh, we're, we're here to talk about, uh, one and one thing only. Is, uh... Improving... Your my- mouse. Yeah, what? don't no. <laughs> no. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's episode 50. Thing <laughs> Episode 50 of Maelstrom Radio will be things that you could put in and around your mouth. Coblin apparently isn't one of them, according to shit. Don't eat Coblin. Can't eat it. <laughs> Alright, Final Fantasy fourteen is a game we all play, because if you're here, you're listening to us, and you're probably like, hey. Uh, cro- Wait, hold on. Chrono Time, bashing Final Fantasy fourteen. I shouldn't have to pay for the came up front. And then monthly? Oh, the game up front of the monthly. I know Square hates us all, but that's messed up. They need to pick one and go with it. Uh sorry, rage taping. Uh well. Sure. I mean, I guess.
2: He's popped that already.
0: D- I, yes, he does. Uh, it's fine, Corona. The monthly it- f- fee pays for new yeah, that's what it does. I mean, l- I mean if you want to be honest about it, listen, uh, I've, I've done other shows about other games and, and other communities, and um, I've heard about games and companies being upfront with their communities about certain things. And fi- I have to say, Yoshi P and the community, they're fairly upfront about what they do, down to the money. And that's very rare. Like, I very rarely ever hear a company come out and say, this is how we're spending the money you're giving us. And that money went into new servers, uh, better data centers. Like, that, that's the money that we spend on this game. And I can
1: yeah, so (laughs) I understand really, if, if you want to break it down the money that you pay for the expansion or for the base game, for all of that, that is all of the work that goes towards that content. If you actually look to it before game releases, there's at least three to five years or more worth of development that they're working on with no income that the original game is going to pay for. So you pay that $50, $60, whatever it is and you buy that base game, and that pays for those five years of development. Your recurring monthly sub after that pays for the continued development, as well as the server costs for hosting things. Because unlike most places that you find on the internet, free is not actually free. You can't host something online for free. You have to pay for it. You pay for the server costs, the electricity, the hardware, the storage, the uh, network calls, the everything that you go into there. And all of that money at your $14 a month, $15 a month sub, goes back into the game and in turn pays for more developers, uh, time for like improving developers, improving the servers, improving the content. And then you pay for that for the entire time. And then on top of that, they'll go and they'll make another expansion. Well, the expansion isn't taking away from the existing content. So you have to again, pay $40, $50, $60 for the expansion content, because they again, spent two years building all of that content, which is roughly the same size as probably three to four patches of which we get in between
0: and also you have to consider that they are giving you uh heaven's word included with stormblood so all you do is really buy the base game which is fairly cheap now and half the time you can get it on sale for ten bucks five bucks at the most uh, so if you buy that plus Stormblood at the what Stormblood's for so 45 bucks out the door gets you that plus a free f- month including. And then you also take in consideration if this game is free, a lot of the development time would have to go into creating stuff for a marketplace. Um and that free content's not free because they need to develop stuff that people are gonna want to buy, and that takes away from content in the game, such as dungeons and new content for us. Um, when they have to spend money on uh, creating, uh, oh, festive designs and and new clothing and and mounts and stuff to sell on a on the the store, that takes away from developing content that they could put into the game, or even that stuff into the game. Like it's stuff that we'd want. Like, man, I wish that was in the game, but no, I gotta spend five bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks on it, and. Uh, Granted, yes, they have a store and they put stuff on that store, but to be but fair, for the
1: most part, the things that they develop for the store are generally things that are already in the game. Like a lot of the items on the store were content that was added year beforehand. Yep. I, uh, a lot of times what they do is they'll develop content, they'll release it as part of a time limited event, such as uh, the Moonfire Fair or uh, the anniversary event that's coming up. Uh, they'll do that. And then one year later they'll add that content as cash shop purchases so other people who weren't available for those events can get access to them for a price but and a lot of that stuff too is services so your fantasia's your race change or that is the fantasia fantasia your server transfers all that sort of stuff as well it's stuff that they can kind of build once and continue to uh, make money from it and reinvest that money back
0: I don't wanna- I don't wanna sound like an asshole, because I think we gave a good description of why- why that we pay for this game, but, he left. <laughs> so- Oh, I know. Yeah, so, so, you know, everybody else, we got your number. Boy. I guess- I guess we could say to that guy-
2: You sipping my soupe Guadalupe? Hm?
0: <laughs> I wish he was back, I would've dropped a sipping my supe Guadalupe on him, but he wasn't here, so, anyway! <laughs> Talking about the game we pay for. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> as you know, uh, I've I've a long time MMO player, and uh, I I don't just sit around necessarily and do much and play MMOs for the last I don't know a lot of a lot of years. <laughs> and I've played a lot, and I've played a lot to max level. Uh, you know, and I've talked about was it like I counted up to like twenty three MMOs. So that being said. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV isn't a perfect game. It's a fun game, don't get me wrong. We play it. We we do this show. We we are invested. But it doesn't mean it's perfect. So Shin and I said, well, what can we do to improve the game? And we're going to take this step by step and break it down. Now, a lot of this you may not agree with us on, and I'm not going to say that we're perfect or we're not game developers. Shin's a a developer, but he's not a game developer. But... But there are a lot of things that we're going to mention that are in other MMO games. And yes, we can... Shin has argued the point before that this is different development teams, but these are things that almost seem necessary in an MMO. So let's talk about that. Uh, The first we're going to talk about is the world. Uh, The world in an MMO is important because that's the world that you're playing in, and it should feel alive and bustling. There should be things that you should want to explore, go out and explore. Now, recently, a a fellow FC mate... uh, Went to Twitter and, and sent me a DM privately um, and, then, and then tweeted it out at Final Fantasy 14 saying, Your world feels dead. I don't feel like I should be out in the world anymore. And that is a scary thought. Now, it may not be that way on like a high populated server. So, like something like Balmung may not see that issue or something like Fanfrit does. Um, he's out there uh, collecting mats and stuff like that. And he's like, There's nobody out here. It's just me. And I made the point that, well, when you all you have to do is sit in Ralgar's reach and queue for things like your EX primals, your your raids, um, there's no need to go out to the real world. And he's like, well, that's that's not nice. That's not great. Um, that's terribly sad. <laughs> and uh, so Shin and I thought about some things that uh, to make the world a more interesting place. And the first thing we want to talk about is add interesting hidden secrets and paths. This is so cool and important. I think that the world should be a thing you should want to explore, and you should explore. Other MMOs do this great. Rifts had things hidden throughout the world, jumping uh, uh, puzzles, secrets that you could find, puzzles in the world that you can solve. Um it gave you achievements, it gave you some of them gave you gear. I remember when I first loaded up in a rift and I found a puzzle in the middle of the lake in the starting zone. And I did the little light puzzle and I got a piece of epic loot, like literally purple loot, and I was first on the server and it blasted the whole server and I was like, I'm a god. I'm a level seven god. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, Valdemir, we've been we've been on since I don't know, like a half hour. <laughs> got it gotta stay gotta stay up in the times, man. <laughs> Um, So, that's something really easy I think you could do. Maybe not, like I said, not a developer saying probably is like, you're crazy man, what are you talking about? But I would think that when you're designing your new areas and zones, you're like, you know, it'd be really cool if we added this. Even if it's not something hidden, like putting collectibles out in the world that you have to find that is not, like something that makes you want to go off the beaten path. Um. That, that's exciting to me, because I, I always look at this world and say, man, it's beautiful. And I want to go look at it. And trust me, I do. Like, I do I do take my mounts and go around places. Um, but when I get there, I'm like, other than looking at it, there's nothing to do in the world. Like, the world feels void of content outside of, like, the, the main storyline quest. Uh, well, we got the underwater head. <laughs> Yeah, we're right, we got the underwater head. We got the one head underwater. <laughs> Listen, Shin, if you didn't know, there was a head underwater. Next time you're on, I'll show you the head.
2: Okay. <laughs> you sound so scared. Don't sound scared, it's just a head. I
1: don't know, I did like the Easter Island things.
0: Yeah, alright, yeah. Um so and and that's one thing you can do. Uh to me like all right and listen if I don't get on my case cuz I mentioned Warcraft please. But Warcraft does the one thing really well and is make the world a really interesting place to be in. Um in Legion, for example, because it's the latest and greatest, uh, there are uh, there was this massive uh, world boss that you could summon by clicking books, and you had to get the whole server to kind of be on it, because you had to click them at like specific intervals. So you had a team of people doing this, and... <laughs> Chilly and chat, boo earns. I wish I had that, that would've been a good one, boo Um So uh, they had all these, and then everybody, if you clicked all the books all at once, boom. World boss summons the whole server has to show up to down him and every if you beat him everybody got a cool mount that is something cool you can do now I'm not saying that that's not impossible because they started doing this with Ixion and the fox lady and those are really good things to keep doing like I, I they need to concentrate on adding stuff like that to the world going on. Like they, they can't stop at the beginning of an expansion and say well all you got was Ixion and Fox Lady like they should continue that going forward like hey we added these two new super fates or this one world fate that we added that's new um, that spawns under this weather or whatever the case may be um, and that's to keep that going is a good sign like that to me like if they're looking at this at, at these problems now then Ixion and Fox Lady are a good sign of things to come ahead I'm hopeful. For
1: that um uh, the problem with that though is if you keep adding those again and again and again then they become no more they're no longer a special piece of content right you have these things that are fates and they're there and they kind of fall to the wayside kind of like the dungeons do now like you have people go out and they run ixion they run for the fox mail they get all of that and then they never run it again because honestly once you have what you need why would you ever go at, through all that effort again well, what if so they, uh, okay. if you add those in and then next uh, patch, you release two more, let's say, and then two more, it com- becomes content treadmill again. You go, you farm them, you get them, you leave them, you never touch them again. And then we get old, stale content, kind of like Odin at this point. Yeah, a bunch of people show up to kill Odin, but like, is there a lot of people going out and killing Behemoth? Is there a lot of people going out and doing any of the other world bosses?
0: When's the last time you saw Behemoth? I have not seen Behemoth once. <laughs>
1: I have never seen Behemoth. I've I have seen, seen Tirasque spawn, and uh, I don't know how many times I've seen the Tarasque up in uh, Sea of Clouds. I think no, not um, Sea of Clouds. Uh, the other one. Uh, oh, Travanian um, Ma- Fourlands? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. but like, I, and I've seen these world bosses. Like, I don't even remember at one point during Heavensward when I think we were going in, we were doing fake grinding. And we did a series of like 10 fates that led up to an ultimate fate. And we ultimately failed that fate because we didn't have enough people. But I get something like that was a lot more interesting, but you never see anybody writing this content anymore because it's old, it's outdated. There's no reason to do it all. Well, and you have you, to avoid that when you're building this content you want stuff that's going to last
0: well do you think the reason why they gave Ixie an amount and a collectible that you have to get a certain amount of the reason why hey this is get people this gets people out here doing this because this is a thing that is tangible that you get a gift out of
1: it is and, and i do think that's a good idea but i don't think it's a really good idea as a source of content like that is not going to drive players to that zone that is going to drive players in the same way that hunts do and it's just going to be like oh yeah this is up everyone goes there kills it goes away like it's not something that engages and keeps people
0: what if what if all right let's take let's take these two things then let's take that that let's take the one long quest chain fate and let's say if we mixed it with a hidden thing like you have to like Oh, like a fate. Cool. And then, but it started spawning f- f- like phantom fates, like things that are like, wait we a minute. We have that with the fox right now. The For fox now, lady's fate is a hidden but fate. Knew, but we knew about it. Like we know it's hidden, but we knew about it. Like it was still known. But let's say if we actually found we something. found out that it was a thing. It was, yes. But let's we say. We didn't if, know
1: about it initially. It was really exciting the first but, day when we were like, oh, wait, there's a fox fate. Let's go and try to check but, this out. But let's say if there's like an item, right? Like an item that you have to find
0: in the world that starts a, chain, a, a fate chain. That's like a low drop rate, something that gets people out in the world. So even if even if it comes it doesn't even have to come from a fate. Let's say if it even comes from a dun like you could make that we'll talk about dungeons in a second. But I'm <laughs> just saying like And I lost Shin. Wait, I got Shin back! Yeah <laughs> Escape died. <Okay>. Ooh. <laughs> Touch and go there. Uh look at all the stuff you can get with the mantles and horns though. No one cares. Hey, you're right. And yeah, infusion is right. No one you're right. A lot of people don't care. They just want the out and they want to get out. but you have to make the world interesting in some sort of way like you want to make that world gush with like just mm, get out there
1: and that's true like you want to make the world interesting i don't think making unique fates that you have to grind is a way to do that it's a temporary solution that people will go there at a certain point and then they'll all leave it's the exact same thing as a hunt
0: I, I wasn't necessarily meaning like feints that we'd have to grind, but I was just using Ixion as an example, to, as a starting point. I think they can go further from there. I think they can look at like something like Warcraft with the, the hidden books that people discover and like, wait a minute, maybe I have to click these. Like, it took them a month to figure out the whole process of getting that world boss down, like how to even summon it. Uh, and then the new thing, they added something new with like these, there's a worm, this like cool looking worm guy. <laughs> mount that you can get. Like, it's stuff like that. Like, I'm just saying, like, there's hidden stuff in the world that can spawn that. And they started that back in Mister Pandaria with, like, the, the weapons and the... and Like, some of it was lore. Like, like there was, like, you would learn, like, you pick up these lore things and, like, you'd take them back to, like, a lore person and you'd be like, oh, that's cool. It'd tell you a story about, like, the the Pandaren and, like, the history and show you, like, a little cool cutscene. That would be cool. I would go and collect stuff to get, a, like, a little lore cutscene and teach me about, like, if... Let's say if they said, um... For example, if there was uh, uh, stuff spread out uh, from the ancient uh, like uh, maki and stuff like that throughout the world, and we go and collect it there, like they're hidden and you have to find them, and you have to like you collect ten at a time, and you can go turn it into a lore person, and they like kind of like the paintings with the sightseeing log. It's something that gives you a piece of lore and maybe an orchestra or something like. It's like all right, that's incentive for me to go in the world and find these things. Um, granted, yes, I mean I hope that you know you'd want it to be like because like we don't have add-ons where wow had the add-ons so people started like making add-ons to find that stuff. We're off with, uh, with us unless somebody's like, here's all like I mapped out all the things because I found them all and you have to go search it. That, but that's a choice to go out there and look and pull that map up if you want to cheat. So you know, fate Xp being multiplied by how, by how many people per, people participate would be added value for a reason to run them, say like 0.220 x factor per person. Uh yeah they already have the XP bonus fates, but there uh yeah Kane data mining route. yeah there's a lot of people in J21 thing uh so that that's my thought now I'm
1: probably wrong (laughs) usually often I am so well and I don't think that it's a really good solution I think it's a band aid it's trying to entice people to go to those spots for certain reasons but. They're only going to go there as long as that reason is interesting. Like, for example, with fates, as soon as you have all the content from the fate, there's no reason for you to be there anymore. You will no longer keep going, and that's kind of the problem with the system. You have to go through and do all of this. So what do you? What God, do you do? <laughs> I don't want to. no fusion, no back, no more yokai event.
0: Like <laughs> you just bring about the yokai event, that'd get fates going again.
1: <clears throat> So there are things like that, and I don't think it's a really good way to do it. And I think this is kind of a flaw on Square's side and their development methodology in that everything that they go out and build, they build it for the mass market. They build it so that as many people as possible that play this game can experience that content, whether it's... Uh, building raids so that it's accessible to everyone building even the savage to the point where people will like normal groups can start to clear that by the end of uh, the expansion, Uh, everything that they build is built so that people can go and experience this content. So having small hidden pieces of content that only a few players will see, I don't think we're ever going to see something like that. That's sad. Don't say that, please. (laughs) It is. And to some point it's sad. It, it makes a lot of sense though. Like it, you are pleasing the 90% and ignoring the 10% that really wouldn't be able to see that content. So like statistically, and when you put it in that way, it makes a lot of sense as a business, but it does not appease a lot of people. Uh, More vocal minority of people
0: but if your MMO is the world right like like let's remember massively multiplayer online I get that you have to make sure that people are going to be able to do content and have time to do that content But I'm saying this stuff is extra right like exploring the world is something you do on your Saturday morning When your guild's not around and you're just chilling with your cup of coffee and you just want to go sightsee and do see the world like that's something extra like I remember waking up early and doing fishing in World of Warcraft and like that's a thing. Like right now, granted, yes, I can go do botany and do my crafting classes. Fishing. Uh, yes. <laughs> Hot botany action. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm just saying there's like, there, there's stuff that you can do. Like there's hidden, like make the world, it, it doesn't take much. Like I'm
1: saying, like, I don't know if it's. But it's not taking away from people's play, from people's gaming general.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like if you look actually. at most
1: people, they are sitting and they're waiting for a queue they're waiting for something to pop they're waiting for their link shell to tell you that there's a hunt up they're waiting for Ixion they're waiting for whatever but that is still stuff you can you can go explore the world while you're waiting for that stuff to pop but people don't
2: and that's, the, that's that's the, the thing, problem right?
1: well it, but it's not you're gonna tell me if that you only have a limited time to play you have to choose how you want to play yes and to a lot of people that I want to go in and I want to run a dungeon, I want to go in I want to do this crafting, I want to go in and I want to uh, do this fate, I want to do this hunt, it's not, hey, I'm going to go and explore this and try to find this hidden piece. It's a very small group of people that really want to do that.
0: I want to point out that uh, DonkeyTron said, why why have a world in the first place? No, no more leveling, just make new dungeons and cutscenes. <laughs> Essentially, that's what happens in four point, point one point two point three,
1: point three. <laughs> essentially right and and really, if that's what you're there for, then no, even an MMO is not going to there's no MMO in the world that can do that properly. The only way that it happens is that if there's a lot of people playing and As much as there's an issue with it, World of Warcraft has a huge population still, it can support that. Also with the whole cross-world sharding thing, they've been able to mitigate that problem even more in that they can make it look like it's more populous than it is. Yeah. However, unless your game also is doing some sort of fancy magic and showing everyone across all the worlds in the same spot, you're not gonna be able to get that mass of people across the entirety of the whole world. I I Uh, agree. Case in point, go back to Warcraft, go back to the old vanilla zones and they're all completely desolate they're empty there's nothing in most of those zones
0: but as they go through though what they're doing is that they're force sharding into other servers so that there are populates so when somebody makes a new account that you're not sitting
1: there like they are doing that like they're it's not something that they're they're right. are... in like the starter zones i'm talking about the stuff that's in the mid middle of everything that no one ever visits anymore
0: no they're going go it visit they're through
1: all of that sort of stuff and there's nothing they have the cross sharding stuff but there's just there's no people there
0: well, yeah, because now they just give you a free character when, <laughs> when you buy the game. But don't get me wrong; right, I un- like it, I understand it, it why they do that.
1: Yeah, and
2: it makes sense to do it.
0: I played for five hours on Sunday in the new zones and didn't see one player. See, that's where. And dog. By the way, Dogtron was the one who made that tweet and brought it to my attention. Um, and and he's right; it makes him sad. I get why. Listen, we're and we may not find a perfect solution. Uh, And but our last thing real quick was like improve on the minor systems like sightseeing secondary discovery log for hidden content areas that right there is probably are going to be our biggest solution to this is Remember like we're talking about like are a lot of people going to do this, but no, but how many people do the sightseeing log? There's a lot of people that do it. Why would so many people want to jump up the damn Kugane tower it was a for a reason like there was a sightseeing log up there. So people do this stuff now Is it the 90% probably not is it the crazy assholes that want to jump up a tower? Yeah, like us
1: <laughs> We how many how much how much time did we spend jumping on that tower? But I do want to point out that even though even if it's the 10% that are always going to be out there, always doing it 10% of the population is still too small to make a world feel alive that's a sad statement. That is the saddest. Listen, and it's not you. It's not that, like, even if you take ten percent of our world's population... Like if you took Earth, there uh-huh. are over what seven billion people here. So you take ten percent of it. Uh huh. You take seven hundred million people yep. and try to put that into the entirety of the world. Yes. There is no way that you can make that make the world feel like it's populated with only seven hundred million people. I agree. I know. I agree with you. Like I, but. Does, does
0: that take away from me wanting to see the world? Does that take me away from wanting to go out there and explore our, our, our beautiful blue marble in this insignificant space? No, it
1: doesn't take me away from that. It, it doesn't, but it does take away the fact of if you have to see other people in the world, then you will never be happy. You can go and explore the world. You can go and see everything. They can have everything in the world. Sightseeing logs, fates, uh, hidden content, treasures jumping puzzles whatever in the whole world but if people don't go out and do it if that's gonna ruin your gameplay you will never find a game that you're gonna like
0: I agree there and I agree with you there but maybe that we need to start seeing that stuff with that the cross-server stuff that they're bringing in like cross-server friend lists, cross-server link shells I I agree that they need to start pushing more with this cross-server stuff now I know that stuff is probably early and it's they're not they're not gonna be at the same level as as Wow is with the cross sharding um, it took
1: a while, almost twenty years to get it out.
0: Yeah, and it, I mean, it's not. It's not when you think about it. It's. It's. I mean, I was working on it way back in Wrath, and Wrath is. <laughs> that's her. That was her third expansion when they were trying to do that whole phasing and, and cross technology. It wasn't great back then. Now it's getting to a point where it's fantastic. But that takes work. Um, it, it, I agree, Donk. It's it's a bummer, and I I get that's a bummer, and it could be famfrit, and I said it, that may not be an issue on Balmong. Um, if anybody is from a higher populated server like Balmung or Gilgamesh, and you're listening to this right now, or if you're even on a higher, like like just a higher end server, don't get me wrong. Let me know. Like, is that the is that a problem on other servers that are higher end populated, uh, cross server uh, FC? That too. That'll help. That'll all help. Um, but I mean, the really the question's going to be like, is is fam is really is it Famfrit and the other servers? That get this problem are they just is it because of the population or is it something else
1: entirely i don't think that it's population i don't think it has to do with the server or the game in particular i uh, you'll see the exact same thing if it's not happening on the higher pop servers right now it will happen as we get closer to the next expansion populations <laughs> go down people stop playing can i can i ask and you, the same thing happens to every single game
0: can i can i ask you a question Not, not that this is a solution, but I would like to point out something. Um, Do you think that, like, let's, and and just using WoW as an example again, guys, please do not. But WoW added the world questing, right? And I'm not saying that's a solution for Final Fantasy, but it did make people go back into the world, specifically for that those zones, and it made it feel alive. Like you saw people running around. They may have not been doing the same thing you're doing but they were doing stuff and they were there and it made it made the continent feel populated do you think there's something in that part that square could do and look at to say man we could really take something like our beast tribes and really do these like world quest system with the beast tribes and really make people go back out to these zones and do something that's interesting and and make it feel alive and populated again that isn't just oh here's the questing one and or do the, these three things and like maybe even strip away the um, the the need of uh, the limitation of doing the Beast Tribes and just go out there. I don't know if you have to like make the reputation grind longer on that side if you take away the ability. I don't really care, but if it gives more people a reason to go back into the world, people will do it.
1: <laughs> maybe that's no. a solution. No? All right. I don't think that's a solution at all. all right, and I, did I, say. I think it's going to be the exact same thing with Legion um, as time goes on. Okay. Like right now, Legion has the world bosses or the daily quests. And yeah. for those who are not familiar, there's a set of, I think it's five quests you can do every day from a pool of I, like it's it's more 10 now. Ten or twelve. It, you, I, you can only do five of them a day, I think. No, I think it's more now. I think they bumped it up. They they,
0: okay. they anyways, they, they, so they, they have a set
1: of quests that you can do per day. It resets every three days, and you can keep doing them every day and it brings you around the whole world. It's a really interesting idea, but it falls flat as soon as that content is no longer relevant. As soon as we've moved out of Heavensward, we do not touch the Heavensward zones anymore. As soon as we move out of Stormblood, we do not touch the Stormblood zones anymore. And there's no real, like, you can't really go back and force people to revisit that old content if you're trying to keep it within the lore of the game easily. Like, it's very hard, unless you have an event that says, hey, by the way, you have to go back to this content because of story reasons, but we just spent the last two years there like it's hard to justify that so i don't think it's a really good solution because it will die off eventually and it's really just a a band-aid for getting people into it right now it'll become just as dead as all the rifts did in rift as soon as everyone outleveled that zone that's you're not lying there (laughs) You're not and lying. I was really sad for that cuz I loved Rift when it launched. Like it so was did amazing. I. Massive groups of people doing all of the stuff working together. It was great. Like yeah. 6 months in, nothing.
0: Essentially that's the fate system in Rift, by the way. That's that's what they were. It's fates, but they were it is. Giant. And yeah.
1: it was a great system and it, it had lots of potential and it fell flat. It did eventually
0: fall. He's not lying. Like I, I we both played Rift at the launch separately though. I'm pretty sure we would have gotten along then too. So, um, I, I mean, what do you do to fix? I mean, listen, we're almost spending almost the whole show on just this one thing, but
1: like, and I, I don't think it's something we can fix. It's not something that a game can do to fix it. It's the the culture, the the population, the the whole community that has to want that. And if you don't have that community or you don't have critical mass you're never going to be able to convince everyone that they need to constantly be exploring it. Call me fat? Critical mass? No?
0: <laughs> no? No? It's okay. <laughs> listen, I'm not... Listen, I can't always fire at 100% with those jokes, all right? I just saw I
1: saw one, and I took a shot. It was from the hip. It wasn't great. I admit that. It wasn't, wasn't okay. the best. It, it's the hardest thing to do, and I... I'm not a game developer. I'm, I I work in software development, and one of the things is how do we get people engaged? How do we get people wanting to use our apps? How do you want people to come back again afterwards? And those things, trying to get new people to come in and join, getting people to continue to come repeatedly, are just they're really really hard problems. And unless you can get a community that has of a similar mind, which really is like hurting cats, uh, uh, you're not lying. You're it- going to be able to find
0: that. You're absolutely right. And it's the same thing we face here with Maelstrom Radio. Like, how I, I often question, like, how do we get more people to listen? How do we expand our listener base? Uh, it, easily. Please share us with all your friends and lovers of Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> um, but, all right, man. I, I don't know if we can fix the world. I just, and, and you know what? And that, <laughs> listen, that's a big statement on both IRL and in game because it, it, you're right. Maybe there isn't a fix for that. I would say, though. It doesn't hurt to add maybe other secondary systems outside the sightseeing log. It wouldn't
1: hurt. It doesn't, but it shouldn't be expected that if those are added, it will become a panacea and fix all of the problems.
0: You agree? I agree with you there. I agree with you there.
1: Uh, there's, there is nothing here. Is th- uh, There is no silver bullet here. that You can't find a solution that does it. Because if there was, every game would already have it. And I don't think we'll ever find it. It's it, like you will never find the one MMO that beats all of the other ones. There is no WoW killer because there's there, nothing there, no WoW that killer. needs to kill
0: WoW. They're WoW right. is
1: its own killer. WoW kills itself. Every expansion
0: they just like hair. So I mean, I mean to be fair- they, Unless you're looking at warlords, in which
1: case they just killed themselves. Yeah, they, 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 yeah,
0: they really- did. That was straight <laughs> was like they Stabbed themselves right through- Anyway, alright, let's move on to dungeons. <laughs> WoW is the WoW killer, the game blows. <laughs> Uh, I didn't say that's what Doctor Trance said in chat. Um,
1: that's also. what I said. Oh, wait. Oh, that game blows. Or how no, I said, wow, is a wow killer. It is. Wow. Okay, is there, there is no wow killer because there's there's Nothing. no need for one. Every game fulfills its own niche, including wow. And there's no need for any other game. Like If a game comes and tries to copy another game, it's going to fail hard because there's no need. There's already something that fulfills that niche games succeed now when they fulfill their own niche and they just kind of fit into the market in some place that no other game met yeah and i think final fantasy does that really really well with it has a really great story it has a really interesting leveling system it has a really great community but overall it's small everything is really small compared to wow wow just happens to be the behemoth (laughs) (laughs) i uh, got you WoW it just happens to be that behemoth that has lived for so long and people just keep going back to it. But there will be the day where WoW is just another MMO amongst all the other ones.
0: And you're not wrong. And, and to be fair, like, don't when he says that, you got to understand, like, I, I came from other MMOs like uh, Warhammer Online. And that that game was great. It was a lot of fun. But you can tell, like, that had a lot of interesting stuff in the world. It had P- open PvP areas. Um, and that's something that we don't have in this game. And like, WoW, wow d- does that as well every
1: once in a while when they want to. <laughs> Not all the time. Well, if, if you look at it uh, for open PvP, we have Lineage 2 is an old one. I think uh, Dark Age of Camelot. Dark Age
0: of Camelot, yeah. Uh,
1: Dark Fall was one.
0: Yeah, Camelot Unchained is uh, still in development, but I believe yep. uh, Alpha or Beta is still going on. And that's going to be massive PvP with like this uh, Crowfall, under- I
2: think was supposed Crowfall. to have PVP.
0: Crowfall, is going to have massive PvP. Listen, you don't think we're on top of the F and F and MMO train here. <laughs> we know it's going down in an MMO town. Uh I mean even uh even uh wh- what's his name? Um oh, God. he helped create everquest. I can't remember his name.
1: Erdan who's doing Pantheon?
0: Pantheon. Even Pantheon's supposed to have like crazy like pvp and like world building and a focus on and group content like you apparently in that game you can't just solo you need a group to go through that game so i mean as as mmos are starting to come out there is less of the massive appeal of mmo versus now where mmos are going towards a niche market like hey you want that core hardcore you need a group mmo pantheon is that game for you if you want the fun time happy cat girl butts come to final fantasy 14 we got you covered.
1: But at the same time too as games become more niche you also get a splitting of the population so you don't have 12 million people playing wow anymore you only have six million the other six million are split between all of the different various niche games which is great as a gamer you get to play something that really matches your interests but it also takes away the world like if you go way way back you have stuff like ultima online which was one of the first mmos out there Lots of people playing it because that was the only option. EverQuest 1, again, one of the first MMOs. Ton, huge population because that was the only option. But then you start splitting out really, really fast at that point, And you get all these other different games out there. You get EverQuest 2 comes out. WoW comes out. Uh, and all of these different games just started coming out rapid fire since 2004. And now that population that used to have one or two choices has... 20 30 40. remember tabula rasa remember that <laughs> never played but I did watch that one go down uh-huh. we, got we have <laughs> Vanguard a- oh poor Vanguard the old Republic we have Star Wars uh. galaxies we have uh rift Conan, uh, Conan went warhammer down you way. mentioned rift is still going though rift is still holding yep. strong. Trove, Defiance, we could, Arcage, Defiance, Blade and Soul, Lineage, Lineage Two, Blade and Soul's Ragnarok doing some weird. P- Blade and Soul's pushing for esports. They're doing some funky over there. I don't know what's going on over there. There's, there's, like, and we can keep going on. This list goes on forever. Like these games have just come out so fast, and they all have somewhat of a population. But Final Fantasy Eleven still has a population, it's small but still has one.
0: And that's still that's going back to like EQ1 days, so that's when that it roughly came yeah, out. Yeah, that's of, it's it's
1: pretty old. It's it was. Chili posted that it was 2002. Two, yeah. So that's so. just before two, EQ2 two and WoW came out. Yeah, because WoW years. came out for two, yeah, two years. So
0: all right, let's let's jump into dungeons. Listen, we can listen. We could do a whole show about MMOs and they're like the history of them, because Shin and I had no lives I think for
1: a while. We we should keep uh dungeons. We'll we'll keep dungeons we keep in this short. one and then we'll split the rest of it into next episode. Unless you have something else for next week.
0: Uh I didn't? I don't think I did. I if it did, it was a joke.
1: Let's, <laughs> let's finish up dungeons so we can take the rest of it, because we have a whole bunch more after this. And yeah, I think we'll we probably and, make another
0: episode. All right. Well let's do this. We'll, we'll like, do dungeons and then email. Or right, do you want to just hit No no we'll do dungeons and email. That's about right. Let's do Dungeons and Emails, and then we'll do the rest next week. Uh, hey, look, this became a two-part episode. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's jump into Dungeons. Uh, right now, I think Dungeons are in a pretty good place. They're not. I think they a much-needed improvement over the Heavensward Dungeons. But that doesn't mean that they can't be turned up a little, given a little more love. I'm going to disagree. Holy shit. Perfect.
1: Let's talk about that i don't think dungeons are in a great place i think that as dungeons are uh like don't get me wrong the content much better than what they had in heaven's word the mechanics great the bosses great the visual design great like all of it is they really did well in Stormblood with their dungeon i don't think it's enough dungeons are bland they're boring they're straight you go from a to b you follow the railroad and you complete the dungeon there's nothing interesting about it you can go on it completely mindlessly not paying attention and you're fine uh you when you actually want to run a dungeon you're going to be running probably a roulette so you're going to be linked to an expert version a uh hard sorry yeah the hard mode version the x or the the level 70 is it it? expert uh Uh, 70 yes 70 The expert, a 50-60 dungeon and a leveling dungeon. So at most, you're hitting one of like 40 different dungeons, one of like 10 dungeons, one of three or four dungeons, and one of two dungeons. That's it. Like it the amount of content, like it and then on top of all that, you're only gonna be doing that every single day. So it's basically grinding again. And as much as the content is really, really interesting, once you've run that. Two or three times your th- the the interesting part goes away. It just kind of all blends into the background. How many times did you say, Oh god, not saw Mal again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Too many. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it hurts it hurts us. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, uh, let's see, I got lost in Bard of Metal last run. I nodded off, and then turned off and ended up running all the way back to the start of the first boss. Issue was I was the tank. <laughs> Thanks, Chili! Chili in chat Good with job, that, and, Uh Rigs in chat. Should try the Guild Wars 2-style dungeons. Different wings, different explorable routes, uh, different
1: bosses. Um, I have not tried Guild Wars 2 dungeons, and that are the fractals or whatever that they have in there. I've heard about it vaguely but I've never actually done it.
0: Uh see dong Shin is right though. I'm an altaholic and I'm thinking about not leveling all jobs this exp. Uh I I mean <sighs> you're not wrong. Yet again Shin, you're not wrong. Like you're right. Like I, I it, like and when I said that dungeons are in a pretty good place, what I meant is that the base of where the Stormblood dungeons were at at launch were in a good place. Like you like they're more visually appealing. Um, I to me, of Metal is the goal that you need to set your bar and then go over that. Like of Metal to me is the perfect effing dungeon. Now, there, uh Ralgar's Reach had some traps and stuff, or not? Yeah, the Ralgar's Reach dungeon, the, the Temple of the Fist, had some traps, but it was like. If I didn't, like, if you didn't give me, like, a little way line that those traps did, or if that trap couldn't actually knock me off the cliff and kill me, that would have been way more interesting. And I was like, oh, I got to pay attention to that because I will die. <laughs> uh, if not, I just, oh, I, gotta die. I took damage. Um, and
1: I don't think it's something that you necessarily need to have, like, a choose-your-own-adventure dungeon for everything or something that's randomly generated. Like, I just think that there has to be some more variety or something else to keep people engaged to keep people interested in what you're doing um we talked about this before with when back when we were thinking about ultima like how they were doing ultima uh, before they actually implemented it and we're talking about like maybe they'll have secret bosses that appear every now and then i know wow went that route at one point uh or maybe they'll have variations of different bosses that can spawn maybe at some point version A and B spawn or A and C spawn or B and D spawn. Like they could have variations and you have to kind of explore the whole map in order to figure out which ones are there in order to do it. Or maybe depending on how the order you're given the option of killing all the bosses at the same time, and depending on the order that you kill them, it changes how the final boss acts. Like there's various different, mechanics that they could introduce or bring into the system that might make it more interesting
0: you're absolutely <laughs> puzzle right. puzzle
1: dungeons is something that i'm not even going to bring up because that's a whole <laughs> separate topic i'd love to go into sure i mean if you want to put it on
0: next week we can talk about puzzle dungeons if you want We'll have some time we can make we can make some space for it um we can't we should all right so for example like uh there are in warcraft or early warcraft uh and i'm not sure if Legion is has done a one, one it, second,
1: no donkatron never no no bad. <laughs> water no bad, no water
0: temple, no water temple, oh no, please, that's Karn already. <laughs> Karn essentially is the dry water temple. <laughs> um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, what I was gonna say is that um, if you look at something like Wow, like I it, it, this is more of a raid thing, but the Wow did have secret bosses that you could go in different paths and find in the early days. Right? There was always that secret hidden boss where you're like oh I'm gonna go down there and he, that secret hidden boss has got a cool like shield I could get and it had a low drop rate and I remember like running one of the earlier dungeons and getting to the secret boss and getting that sweet shield like dropped first one I was like
2: I got the shield
0: <laughs> so like, I remember being really stoked and, like I got the shield <laughs> and uh, like stuff like that like resonates and it's something that I remember to this day getting because it's resonated with me as a player. Um, ask me, ask me when I run, like, the first dungeon of this, this joint, I'm like, I can, I can tell you the last boss has got a cool mechanic with some watery things, but did it resonate with me? Nah. (laughs) Um, Bard of Metal resonated with me, because when I got to that second boss and I realized that it was a mechanic's boss, I was like, I'll remember this forever and ever, because it was excellent and it was something that should be done more because it resonates with you as a player, because when you see stuff like that, you're like, all right, this is out of their element, and they should go out of their element. It's the same rule that I have here with the show. I don't have very many rules for us on the show. It's usually one rule, and it's like never rest on our laurels with Maelstrom Radio. Like, we don't want to just deliver the same content every week to you guys. We want to have interesting conversations, and we want to make it as funny that we can in our realm of comedy. Um, I thought the rule was, don't you put it in your mouth. Oh, no, well, <laughs> you asked for it.
1: PUT IT IN YOUR MOUTH!
0: Yes. <laughs> um, so, never going dry, oh god. <laughs> Why did I read that? Why did I read that? I shouldn't have read that. Have two bosses, and I if you not. don't take tank apart, heal faster than you can damage. De- uh, you know, I think- damage. Wow does I that. I think
1: you need the grade sound clip should not have done that. Nope, nope. should nope.
0: not. <laughs> I'll pull it. I'll pull should it. Should not have said that. Should have should have said that. should have said that. Uh but the more things like, are done the less thing. Uh, can I for example, like, and I know this is a raid thing. If anybody remembers Uldar from uh Wrath of the Lich King, uh it was a raid. You know, I know you don't. <laughs> but Uldar had these towers, right? And if you if you down the towers the raid was easier. Now if you didn't down the towers, it generated hard mode, and it got an extra boss, and the things were harder, but you had higher chances on better loot and stuff like that. It's easy stuff that you can do. Oh, there's these buttons at the beginning of the dungeon that make the last boss easier or hard. Gets you better gear if you do the harder version of it.
1: Why not? So, I did want to bring up one of my favorite raid encounters, and probably my favorite raids of all time. It was just as I was finishing getting burned out on EQ2 and doing it, and it was the Palace of Rowan Thear from Sentinel's Fate. And the final boss for that one had four different modes that you could fight him. And depending on which one you did, it got progressively harder. But the way that they designed it is so that the first mode introduces the beginning of the mechanics, and then the second mode adds more mechanics, the third, more, and the fourth, finally, all of them. And as you do more and more, you get... Uh, better loot, of course, and the fight's obviously harder. So like something like that makes it really, really interesting. And you could like, you can work towards the progress or the, the clear you work, you progress and you can see yourself progressing and going through each bit. It makes every single run slightly different. You have a choice of which mechanic you want to work on because depending on, it's not like you, you can choose which of the four types that you either have enabled or disabled. Uh, it gives you access, and, and I think a lot of the fights within that raid were uh, interesting in that they did very like different. They did things differently, and you could choose to approach it in different ways. And I think that's a really nice thing for um, engaging players, allowing them to have the control over what they're doing, what they're practicing, what they want to play with, or how they want to play. And that I think gets people to come back and do things again and again, especially when they can see progression. Like, hey, we finally got the first version down. Let's try for the second one.
0: Yeah, and it, listen, and we're we're talking about maybe like a little more raid thing, but this is more like I would like we'd like to see that stuff in dungeons because that would make the dungeons more just fun. Just like like I get it. Like, well, you we have to go through pug groups. Like, you could do the easy route. We can. I'm not saying that there aren't options. Like, you do the easy version if somebody wants to just run through it and finish it. Um, But giving people reason to run, like, listen, and and shouldn't I talk about, you know, this a lot, but, and we'll we'll get that with the email as well, like, FC stuff. Um, But you need variety in these dungeons. Like, you really need something that's like, oh, we can do this and, like, oh, we choose to blow up the bridge and we don't have to go up the top route. We can go the bottom route and there's different different boss down that way. And that's a variety. You can choose to go different ways and, like, just make it a little more open, a little more interesting. And in the hard mode, you can be like, oh, well, you guys, you could take one or two ways, like, based on the first time you ran the dungeon, like, oh, you blew up the bridge and so now you have to go down or, you, hey, you went down the last time you killed that boss, you know. Or whatever, like stuff like that, and like it makes it, it just makes it interesting.
1: You didn't play a request too, right? I did, just not a lot, not as D- much. Did as you much. ever? Pl- did you ever do the unrest dungeon? Possibly.
0: Which one is it was that? That's a
1: is- very interesting dungeon. In is that, that the? It was. Go ahead. It was the house. Yes. 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 Yeah. So <laughs> you have this dungeon, and honestly, it is one of my favorite dungeon designs. Although running that dungeon again and again and again is kind of painful because it is a very long thing it's not just you go and you clear you're out but you're basically you go and you enter the zone and there's things everywhere but it's a house and you're solving effectively a murder mystery so you have to go and get different parts you have to go and find different things to kill so you can get the key to get the diary to get the piano key to get all of the different things and you're also putting together the story as you're going through of what happened as all of this is and eventually you unlock the thing and you have to click two levers to unlock the bookcase and then you go down into the catacombs of all the ghosts and it's a very very interesting dungeon design and as much as it's a pain in the ass to go through after the first time it's always really refreshing to go through because like it's just so different from the typical grind
0: i remember chad running me through that dungeon right and <laughs> and we got down to the catacombs and he's like all right we have to find the secret like hidden levers on the lamps i'm like, "What?" <laughs> We spent an hour and a half looking for fucking levers in that goddamn cataclyle. I was like, and I was enthralled. I'm like, I don't know. I'm finishing this goddamn dungeon. I don't care. I don't care. I I love that dungeon. It's so, it was such an interesting breath of fresh air. And I was like, why can't this be all things?
1: I I do think that Arrow 2 had some really, really interesting dungeon design that kind of goes beyond what most places tend to do with dungeon design.
0: Yeah, and don't get me wrong, guys. Like uh, when I say an hour and a half, people are like, "Oh God, that must have been terrible." Like, no, don't get me wrong. The, like killing the th- like things respawn, you kill them again. You got collectibles from killing stuff. Like there were so many little things in in EverQuest Two that they did that was really interesting. So like it benefit. Like even if you spent time down there, you got something out of it. So it wasn't like oh I there was nothing down here, but it was cool. Like he's not lying. Like he really isn't lying. Like it was really cool, and you solve the murder. It's pretty difficult.
1: One of my my favorite memories is shortly after the game launched, there was a quest that you could get a a mask that would turn you into looking like a dark elf, and I really didn't care about this mask so much. Well, I kind of wanted the mask so I could look like a dark elf and kind of go into the opposing city and explore that, because it was faction locked at that point. So I was doing this quest, and part of this quest is to go into this haunted castle, and uh, again, they also made a dungeon out of that and it was really really good. Same sort of design as Unrest. Um but anyways, it was in this castle and there's this doll ca- named Billy and Billy is the most annoying thing and e- second most annoying thing in any MMO and honestly, I spent 6 plus hours one night sitting there in one spot waiting for this thing to appear with like four or five other people just chilling there. And all I can remember is us just chatting and talking for five or six hours and making haikus and poems. And we were really, really, really bored. Oh, This is before Twitter days. So unfortunately we couldn't tweet any of it, but we would have. God, I would love to read some of the haikus and poems. (laughs) Tell me
0: you have chat logs somewhere. I might. Oh, buddy, let me know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: If I find them, I will show them to you. Oh, that's fantastic. I am fascinated. And honestly, I can still remember one of the people that was there that night just because after that night, like I kept talking to them and I haven't talked to them in probably 10 years now. But like, I still remember their name. I still remember like what we were doing that night and all of the stuff from there. And that's like your old school MMO memories and we're never going to get those again because just things have, changed. Things have the changed. Worlds will never be as populated as they once were. People aren't going to sit down for six hours to camp a single spawn.
0: Let's talk about that next week. Let's, uh, let's make a mention of that. I think we could talk about that.
1: We might want to actually leave this email for next week as well. Sure. Because it ties into the free company stuff, which I've also put uh, into all next right. week.
0: So we'll do this. So let's let's take the free company stuff and we'll add it for next week. But I do want to talk about maybe the f- four point one ideas. Maybe oh, there's a lot of that too. Hmm. Sure. Yeah, we can do that. We'll do the four point one ideas. Uh, so this is from Thalidis, uh which is Val, yeah, uh, Vladimir in chat. So. <laughs> he's Got like he's like me. He's got like ninety seven internet names. <laughs> Um, alright so his ideas for 4.1 are uh, add MSQ content that ties into the Omega Final Fantasy 5 bosses 4 hidden crystal dungeons require a map deciphering give you Final Fantasy V end game weapon once you have 4 crystals not a bad idea I think that would be mixing a little bit of the old school Final Fantasy with the new school uh, it gives you something to work I- towards that's gear wise that's uh, not just collecting tomes <laughs> and or springs and stuff
1: I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea, but I don't know necessarily how it would improve the game, like, particularly, yeah, this is tying stuff back to Final Fantasy V, and the people who have done that, or done the Omega raids, would have a little bit of connection, but really, I don't think it would add anything particular to the game. It's nostalgia for the people that had it, but as someone who's never played that game, there's there's no link for me. There's, there's I don't know how that would get me involved. It's just another MSQ quote.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's true. But, uh, yeah. Now, all right, so let's say if the, like, all right, so. I, I do like the
1: idea of having content that... I, to, like so the idea that was posted here with the four hidden crystals in dungeons require maps with deciphering and all of that i like that idea like yeah. having to go to different areas get different pieces combine them and do stuff like that in order to get something brilliant like that the tie-in necessarily to specific nostalgia for certain players i don't think is necessarily as useful
0: mm, i mean i don't know if it's I understand what he's saying with the MSQ content and Omega. Like I understand, like the raid doesn't feel connected to the main story, and I get that. Um, and he's trying to trying to figure out a way to maybe connect it. It's a good idea. But I'm it's just, on purpose, I, purposely,
1: it's not connected.
0: Yeah, it, it, I mean, there are reasons. Uh, but I like the no, I do like the idea of the four hidden crystals and the the map decipher. Like I think that's that that also leads back into the dungeons, making dungeons a viable option to continue running and so uh content like i think this also
1: comes back to some of that like hidden content that we talked about earlier if you had to go and for example there was some random trash drop that came out of each of the dungeons and then if you happen to get all of those together and talk to some npc they would unlock like this special new dungeon or this trial or a boss or something that you could get that would be interesting Mm -hmm. please let it be a trial But even not a trial, like even if it was something where you get all of these items and then it happens to go to an NPC and you talk to them and it opens up this hidden little area where you can get a weapon or something like just like a hidden yes. cave or something that suddenly appears like Yo. something like that would be insanely useful. Like, Yo, people I mean, would love that did
0: you do that for the freaking what's it called weapon the next step of the, like well anima or whatever
1: the hell it's going to be the. Or Make that the the starting for the anima collect yeah. one item from every single thing Talk to an NPC and go to a hidden area where you start your next relic quest,
0: please Oh, that it locks Eureka and you have to like yes. Why can't that be the thing? Why can't that be the thing?
1: <sighs> I and this was and I'm going back to EQ2 again. That's my history, but When they first launched their first version of Relic Weapons, no one knew where those quests were. No one knew how to start them. And people went around the world and worked together to figure out how to start doing them. And I remember my specific quest was I literally had to go to a zone from the previous expansion, go way deep into it, kill specific things to find two random drops, and then that would unlock the quest for me and I could actually do a significantly long quest that content is interesting
0: that is interesting actually i have to say wow listen i'm not gonna lie i i may be back on that drug <laughs> i may have resubbed and that drug's back in my veins i can't help it i need help i need help should i need rehab i need some sort of rehab i need some sick form of rehab in a, maybe the mojave i don't know where <laughs> someplace far away
1: i listen- just give me your 15 bucks a month it's true. Listen,
0: I've I've subbed asked me how many times i logged in. <laughs> Once.
1: <laughs> One time. That sounds about right.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, mm, feeding that drug. I still think it's just a safety net at this point. Uh, so, listen, it's not, listen, that's not changing anything. Uh, anyway, uh, mostly it's because I want to see Argus. That's really just a lore, my lore nerd self. Listen, when you played that game for 12 years, you've learned every effing name and person in that book. And that damn game anyway content like alexander again. I only ran two, but they were good Omega is 4.0 Alexander, and I'm pretty sure that's your point shin is that omega is 4.0 alexander I have the Yeah, the only the only thing I would say is that um the difference between alexander and omega so far for me is that Alexander felt a little bigger like it felt like I was actually traversing through a giant robot and like there was like these like steam pipes and things and like traveling and like riding the rails like in Sonic
1: 2007 or whatever. Not so much in the first one. Alexander 1 through 4 did not have like it had a little bit but there wasn't a lot with it. It There's was some, the there was second steam two pipes and
0: stuff. I fe- well, yeah. There
1: there, was, there some, was like the design for them there but they weren't like although riding the rails and stuff was in the later big like, raids. Yeah.
0: Which is something I hope they expand upon with Omega cuz it needs it. Uh fun crafting. Fun crafting items like culinarians making beer. I agree. I think, I think that wouldn't be so terrible. I, <laughs> I like the idea of that.
1: I think it kind of hits on a broader problem of we have a lot of fluff items in the game like that, but they're not a lot of useful ones or a lot of variety to them. Like if you look, we have tons and tons of fluff items and crap that we get, but it's all like fireworks. And we have like a 50 different variations of fireworks, but in the end, it's still fireworks. Now and then we get something that's a slightly different firework, which is cool, like, for example, the champagne bottle, but ultimately it's all the same sort of effect. Yeah. So having more variety for these items would also be really, really nice. Santana Champ.
2: <laughs>
0: Listen, if anybody got that reference, good on you. <laughs> you didn't get I know you didn't get it. It's The Lonely Islands reference. Lonely Island, Lonely Island, the, rap, the comedy rock group. Santana Champ. No, just me. All right, I'll pull it for the soundboard. Maybe, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> uh, I agree. Fun crafting stuff would be cool. Like outside of pets, I think most of the stuff is pets. Um, I think something more would be cool. But maybe give us a toy thing like WoW has, and like let us have some interesting, cool little knickknacks that we can bust out and play with. I'm cool with that. I'm I'm down with that. Now, uh, granted, uh, they're still trying to get expansion slots going uh let's see uh make relic and animal weapons worth having again upgrade stats increase decrease skill times competitive with highest eye level weapons when upgraded revisioned uh shouldn't uh wrote i disagree
1: <laughs> i do i Go disagree I, I don't think that okay the relic and the anima quest lines were very important for each of the expansions and i'm almost guaranteeing you that we're gonna see another relic quest line for this expansion the older items already have a purpose and that's they allow you to bypass skip certain parts of the beginning of the next quest line so i think they're still useful in that sense but i don't think there's any need to expand or make these weapons any more powerful uh for the current quest line like for example if you have a relic weapon yes that was the ultimate heavensward weapon but there's no need for a weapon that is now uh what five years old that like to become the most powerful item anymore otherwise you would never want to get new items new weapons and you see that right now like even with when you're competing with the high highest item level stuff you're going for the top sheer raid gear people will go between whatever the current highest weapon is whether it's the anima during that step or if it's an off step and it's now a trial weapon like people go back and forth between these weapons there's no need to have a five-year-old weapon now be the top-tier thing.
0: Yeah, uh, I
1: mean, we because... can already glamour it, so we can get the we can still get the appearance if we really want that, and really glamour is the true end game.
0: It shouldn't be <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, I think that we need to see what comes with Eureka, um, because I. I I agree that the, the anima relic step is stale. Like this, it's just stale. It's farming for lights and, and like, but give us a zone that makes it worth it. Like that I can spend some time in and explore if that's the case. Yeah. Give me that. I'll take that and, and make it worth my time to be in there to actually grow this weapon and then have a dope, cool looking weapon. I'm down for that any day of the week. Um, it's it's just going to be hard because everyone the min maxer is going to min max and the people that are going to do the anima Are going to do the or the relic are going to do the relic and the people that are going to wait They're going to wait till it gets nerfed if they if they nerf I almost say if you're going to give us Eureka don't nerf don't nerf the previous step I think that if you're going to do steps
1: again, don't do it I think wait. well it depends on how they do Eureka. I have a feeling it'll be a mix Eureka will be the way to get the weapon, but there will probably be steps Oh like oh it
0: there has to be steps but it has to involve Eureka. that's what i'm saying put my foot down uh increase xp gains from 1 to 50 quests get through 1 to 50 faster instead of running palace did over and over and over and over and over and over uh shin also disagrees
1: i also disagree as far as i remember going from 1 to 50 was really really fast and you were already at leveling quests most of the time
0: i would also like to point out that they did increase the xp gains again with stormblood i just don't know and they're trying like they're ch- they said they're looking into how they can help out the level 35 quest area where it is trying to set that party up. They are trying to try to they are trying to figure out how to bypass a lot of that crap um without hurting the story. To be fair, from my standpoint, none of that really is super story relevant like to to where No. Like really it's not. So you could Go, you could pass most of it. If you just let it to, like, if you, like, here's some talking, go get us if you just said, hey, go get cheese from Brave Locks. I'd be happy.
1: Yeah, they need to figure out how to get the cheese from Brave Locks because really, the the whole thing is just leading up so you can get cheese from Brave Locks.
0: Honestly, the, 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 the dinner should be ready to go, and they should just be telling you, like, yo, bro, we need cheese. And they're like, what? And are like, yeah, you have to go to Brave Locks to get some cheese. I'm like, all right. so we'll get some cheese. <laughs> and then go to Brave Locks. That's it. I, I mean. No. Go ahead. What I was going to say now, if you want to say increase the the XP gains for crafting and gathering, I'm down for that. I'm down to clown. I know they just did it, but I think they should do it a little bit more because it is still a
1: grind. I can't speak for the crafting side and like really the only thing that I can think of is I remember the last bits of the 50 to 60 Going from 57 to 60 was pretty slow. So I know that they've increased the XP gains for those quests as well. Okay. So that might need a little of adjustment if that's still slow, but I'm pretty sure the one to 50 stuff is pretty fast at this point. And if they increased it any more, then you're going to quickly out level that quest stuff. And it's not as interesting to go through it when you're way out leveled you don't have the gear because you haven't gotten to the quest point where you get the gear for that level. You're going to feel weaker. You're going to be trying to do stuff that you necessarily, or you won't have the, but the gear or the experience for. Can I, can I
0: play the devil's advocate real quick? Like, let's say the people that just bump up a character, but don't jump story. They're going to do that anyway. Like they're going right, to roll. Have gear for it. Yeah.
1: When you jump up a character, you're given a set of gear, but when you're leveling a character, if you've out leveled the quest, you don't get gear. The quests are your main source of gear as you're leveling up. I guess. Particularly but the 45 quests. But you
0: get gear from your, your class quest, so if you just pop out into your class quest real quick, you'll get some gear. I mean, it won't be terrible, and you can always run a dungeon. But I, granted, yes, you're not going to be able to... There would there, be ways around it. There could always be a way around getting you geared, I guess, for that content. But a lot of it's just story lock stuff, and... To be honest, it, uh, I think
1: it's only your 45 quest that actually gives you gear for it. Otherwise, it's like you get a weapon every five levels.
0: Yeah. Uh, eh. You could solve that problem. I mean, you could. I mean, you just go talk to a vendor. You just go buy gear. It's not bad. It's decent. It's, subpar, it's not like the greatest gear, but it's, it'll get you through stuff. Okay.
1: You you go into Aurum Vale with a group of people who none of them have their 45 class quest gear.
0: Well, I mean, if you're out-leveling, you better go get your 45-class class if you're gonna run Oran veil. Vale. Don't come at me with that. Just saying. Been uh, there,
1: done that, was not fun.
0: Uh, let's see, increase the inventory slots again, written in all caps. That We know that's coming. Uh, but they just have to make sure that the servers are stable. <laughs> Don't- that's- that's, no. that's- that's just pointing- that's just at me. That's just at my- that's me. You're just making fun of
1: me. No, no. It wasn't just you, but if you do need more inventory slots, you should really think you're hoarding problems. That's okay. And Bye. I don't believe the inventory is getting expanded again. It's... I thought it was they're upgrading the. Um, I thought oh. it was the no, it's retainers that are getting
0: increased. No, they're they are going. They're supposed to increase inventory again. And then somebody said, "Hey, what about retainers?" And I was like, well, because retainers are a separate system. Yeah, Retainers. They said yeah. they'll, they'll look into retainers now. If retainers get a bump too, sweet. I think they could use an extra page. I'm down for that. Uh, but yeah, no, we're supposed to get an increase as retainers well. Retainers would
1: be easier than doing the. Uh, I think. Inventory.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think retainers would be easier. Um, but if they gave us another was ten slots for each thing and then another forty, did we get this? I don't know. It, it really, it's Somehow. really on on their system. And if their system can handle it and they want to do it, sure. I'm not going to tell them not to. So. Uh, increased stack limits if inventory slots can't happen, like
1: 200 stack instead of 99. Uh, yeah,
0: I, that would be just, that's, that would be a great quality of life.
1: Yeah, I really don't know why they, well, they do have 99 slot uh, slot things, and I'm not sure why they don't go higher. Oh, I sure honestly is. can't think, the only thing that I could think of is a design reason and they can't show more than 99 on the text.
0: Or it's in spaghetti code from 1.0 and they can't
1: get it out. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to get fix it, Again, yeah, or it's some legacy issue, yeah.
0: And, and you got to remember, sometimes, like, a lot of the stuff that they're fixing going forward with quality of life is from older stuff, like, like with the 1.0 era. And a lot of that coding with 1.0 was, I mean, that's the reason why they destroyed the world and brought the servers down because to rebuild a realm reborn, they really needed to do that. because... 1.0 legacy stuff was kind of broke. I mean, let's be honest here. 1.0, you couldn't even jump. Your character couldn't jump. So let's put the, let's put that in perspective real quick. If you ever ever need a reminder of what happened in 1.0, uh, you know, you can. Could now, were there some systems in 1.0 that worked really well? Sure. Uh would, would people like to see some of that in 2.0 and 3.0 and 4.0? Yes. Uh, but we're not that show. So. uh And last but not least. Alliance raids. Take down emerald weapon slash ruby weapon. I think raids need more than mechanics to keep the grand feeling away. Uh, I point to Ice Crown Citadel and Wrath. Uh, that was never boring to progress on, mainly because of the people, but also because of the epic finish of the X Pack. Go ahead, Shin. <laughs> That's
1: your paragraph. I have, I'm not- I have my lovely little mini rat. So everyone goes and they see like, we have raids in Final Fantasy, we have raids in this, but they're not as good as raids in WoW or other game here. Raids in Final Fantasy 14 are not the same as a raid in WoW, in Rift, in EverQuest, in EverQuest 2, in whatever other game you've played before, Final Fantasy raids are not the same thing. If you really want to put it to Final Fantasy raid is an expansion of a dungeon or a trial. Like if you look at full party content, the eight person content, they are all single bosses from a raid there's no trash anything you just go to the boss and that's effectively a raid boss you do the normal mode it's kind of a training it's really not that much harder than uh like a trial an extreme trial or a dungeon boss Uh, then you have the savage mode if you really want to do challenge and progression challenge eight person raid is or sorry a savage eight person raid is probably the closest you will get to a single boss in another mmo on the other hand we have alliance raids which as much as they're called Alliance Raids, all it is is a 24-person dungeon. There is nothing special about them. There is nothing extra. There is no raid to that. There is no coordination generally. You do not have to organize. Uh, you could drop two groups of people and still recover from it. Really hard to do with a lot of raids.
0: I, I, I will say, I would like to point out that early Mach, City of Mach, there were some bosses awesome including that we you
1: needed coordination
0: on some of those bosses
1: i would say you don't need coordination if every group doesn't screw up then it's fine it, that wasn't <laughs> co- that's not coordination though two groups yes. did not need to do this oh x uh, like i'm thinking like true. if you, i'm going back to everquest again or even i think this mechanic exists in wow but like Someone gets some mechanic. Some other person has to remove that mechanic from them. They have to go into the pool. They have to go and get this debuff. They have to get cured. They have to get healed. Like, there's parts when multiple groups have to do something in coordination in order to complete the encounter. And I don't think we get that in Alliance Raids. Now, that's not to say that we won't. It's not to say that we won't, but I think we'll talk about that next week. I, I think it's really unfair to say that. It's really a raid when it really it's extrapolating on dungeon mechanics, but with 24 people.
0: Well, I mean, why not? I mean, let's let's all right, let's take, let's say that the alliance raids are are WoW's version of LFR, right? Like the looking for it, the lowest end rating for WoW, which mm-hmm. is essentially their story mode. They still make you do those those things. It's just easier. Uh, why not have it? Why not have the ability to make those those things and and do that extra stuff?
1: And, and i'm not saying well, that we, well we did, shouldn't right? have that ability like we had and i'm have, not saying that
0: we did have that in the last boss right like in in the alliance raids i mean we had to go we had to have a group that went into the portal and defeated the 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 dog in the middle if not like shit went. you died like you wiped like there were points where you did have to look like have some minor coordination
1: to do certain things Right, they have been adding that in more recently. They, we've had that. We've also had... Um, Crystal Tower is a joke. <laughs> with the spider, the spider one where half the people have yeah. to go down to kill yeah. killers. So like, they have been improving on that. But I still don't think that it's fair to call an alliance raid an actual raid because it's it, it's not. It is a glorified, slightly more difficult dungeon at this point. What and if- I think it's unfair to call it a raid because everyone will take it and compare it to something like Ice Crown Citadel, it was like something like the raids in EverQuest and Rift in Guild Wars 2. And I think that's an unfair comparison. It can be just as mechanics heavy, it can be just as everything. It is still not going to be a raid of those levels. I will say this, and I'm going to, this is going to be nice. <clears throat> Ready?
0: <laughs> Shin, Doc, sh- Doc's donk, like, Doc Trot, I'll mention. Let's Let's put it this way. We know that alliance raids—they're going to put in cross-server that you can build an alliance party into the alliance raids. So with that being said, I'm going to put a pin in that point that I'm going to make until next week, which is what if they started doing, and they said they wouldn't, but it's—they said they well they'd look into. It. I remember the OCP saying, "Well, it's a, it would be a possibility, but they're not sure." Which always means a maybe, and I'll take a maybe. But uh, savage alliance raids—if you can be group up and create the group for it, and you'd be a little more coordinated—it's a possibility. But I think that's something we could talk about next week on the improvements. Uh, so, because we went hella late, <laughs> so, so I'd actually like to talk about that next week. Um, thank you, everyone that hung out with us for uh, everyone that stopped by. Thank you. Uh, we knew that the conversation was probably going to take longer. I didn't think it was going to take this long, but I'm glad it's going to be two episodes because it relieves me for next week. <laughs> so uh, next week is episode 49. And the week after that, I'm still shocked to say this, but it'll be our one year. We push back our one year. It's We're older than one year, but it's going to be our one year slash 50th episode. Um, we are going to do a call in. We're going to do a game. Um, I've, i already had people asking me, like, how do I call in? How do I get on the show to talk to you guys? <laughs> and uh, it's going to be through Discord, and we'll have it open, and we'll share it out during the show. And we'll go as long as people are showing up and talking, and we'll discuss whatever you want to talk. If you want to talk about us, if you want to talk about the game, uh, it's, open, uh, <laughs> it's open for you guys. So if you guys want to come in and talk to us and ask us a question uh, live on the show, you can do that. We're going to give you... I feel, I feel like after 49 episodes of hearing us, we want to give you guys a voice and give you guys a chance to uh, speak your minds, not and not just have us echo you from chat. So if you're one of the few people that uh, likes to chat with us uh, in chat, and you want to come in and uh, have your voice be heard on the airwaves, come and hang out. Uh, Vladimir in chat, thanks for taking the questions, guys. Good, uh, good points, Shin. Right, yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't talk... To I don't talk into mics. Oh, no, Dr. Ron, I'm not. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. I love you, buddy, but no.
1: And with that, we'll leave you with don't you put it in your your mouth. mouth. No, don't you. (laughs) Don't you put it in Uh your mouth. uh Uh-huh. You gotta put it in your mouth. (laughs) You need to get the one that says don't you
2: as
0: well. Uh, All right. I made the one that says put it in. (laughs) I know. Alright, well, Tron, I love you, buddy, but...
1: Don't wake the snake! Don't wake the snake.
0: Alright. Yeah, you gotta be quiet. Yeah, shh. Alright, well, I think our closing dots, we may have to pin our closing, our clothing. We may have to pin up our clothing, and our closing dots. <laughs> Cause it's laundry day. No, it's not. Uh, for next week, because no I think... Works. Yeah, was it? Alright, yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> not that you guys need to know that, but, you know. Now you, now you got a fun Shin and as fact. <laughs> now that... You take that useful space information for all, for all, all that's worth. Alright, you can find us here every Monday at 8pm Eastern, 5 Pacific. The Episode 50 show will be uh, on a weekend. We'll let you know that. It's gonna be a special day, a special time, special special all throughout. Everything. Oh, Chili can't sleep, so he's back. Hi, Chili. Welcome back for the end of the show. But you can stay here and hang out anyway. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. If you are on iTunes, I, I implore you, I ask you nicely, and I will beg <laughs> slightly, uh, that you go and give us a rating and a like and uh, and do all the things and leave us feedback. Um, it takes literally... I've done it for shows. It takes seconds. That's it. If you, if you have iTunes, if you, you're on the Google Play train... Do the Google Play voting thing, whatever they do over there. I'm not too sure. Shin will probably expand on that one. Probably some sort of voting system. Stars or thumbs ups, whatever they got going on. Stitcher, you just click thumbs up and it retweets us. It's great. It's fantastic. Um, you can find us at www.com. Uh, www.maelstromradio.com. Or just www.com. We own that now. We're rich. <laughs> we own the internet. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, so you can find us uh, there. I I've been laxisical about posting shows. I'm sorry, I't get on that. I will do that this I swear to. actually, I'll do that tomorrow. I will post everything and make sure. also I think our feet may be broken. There's, may- maybe a lot of things going on. I will get shit. Listen should and I will work on everything, make sure everything's working before the weeks end. Uh, you can email us at show at maelstromradio.com. just like Thalidus did. You could send us emails and it'll be great. We'll read them live here on the show. He made some great points, and that's stuff that we could talk about. So if you want to get in on this action, send us an email. I guarantee you, we will enjoy reading it live. Also, if you still want to send us uh, fanfic, make sure that it's sensual, not sexual. (laughs) You know, like, rubbing his back, but not rubbing his sack. (laughs) Stuff, Stuff like that as an example. Listen, it's the only thing it rhymed. Don't don't facepalm. Uh, you can you can find our Discord on our Twitter page. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash maelstrom underscore radio or just at maelstrom underscore uh, radio. You can find us on facebook.com forward slash maelstrom radio. You can find us on here on twitch, at twitch twitch.tv forward slash maelstrom radio. I uh, just want to give a big shout out again all, since all our emotes are up here on the channel. Meech, thank you so much, bud. I appreciate it. All of our emotes are up. Uh, people are are loving Johnny Falcon. People have not subbed yet for the higher ones, but I guarantee that once they... Toad Rogue. Ah, uh, love to- love me some Toad Rogue. And I love me. Because my face is on it. I love the fact that I can... Uh, Chili just busting out uh, Johnny Falcons with the, the mighty fist. <laughs> um... So thank you so much. You can find Meech's stuff at Meech, uh, MeechArt.net. Uh, he's a great, fantastic artist out of Boston. If you're looking for artwork, if you're looking for a tattoo design, hit him up. He takes commissions. He will design whatever you want. He's very personable. He he wants to make sure that your designs are, are right. Um, he I mean, he did this for me, uh, us for free, because he's my friend, but we were w- absolutely willing to pay him. He just he said, "No, I'm not going to take your money." So, so we offered. Don't think of a ill will of us, but we did offer him money. He just didn't want to take it, and uh, we do appreciate it. So the best and the least that we can do is send you guys his way. So please go check out Meech's art. You can follow him actually on on Twitter at Meech underscore Art and check out his artwork. It's fantastic. He just drew something new with a lady that's like meditating. It's so it's dope. It's so cool. Uh, and then you can find us. Uh, well. I guess that's it, really. I think we, we uh, think. Oh, by the way, if you are, like we said earlier on the top of the show, Amazon Prime, folks, if you're part of the Twitch Prime thing, you're not using it, and you want to support us, come over here to the channel. Hit subscribe. You get the free Johnny Falcon emote that you can use on our channel anytime you want. Uh, don't forget, I stream uh, the shows on Mondays. I stream Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Various times, uh, I don't. I don't always play Final Fantasy 14. I try to make it spicy and try to spice it up for you guys. But it's usually Final Fantasy 14 plus. I try to add some more in there. Uh, I ju- I did buy Near Automata, and I'm starting to go through that. And that game is fascinating. I do like it. And also, uh, 2B very cute. I would marry that robot if that was a thing. <laughs> but <laughs> no, not a thing. What a, I don't know. To each their own. I guess. I don't know. Listen, I like dragon ladies, so what do I know? Just don't put it in your mouth. Oh. <laughs> yes. Put it in your mouth. Guess. Guess we gotta get that one more.
2: The power of rice compels you.
0: <laughs> I love how I got it as soon as you started flicking your hand at me like you are about to whip me.
1: <laughs> like your power of rice compels you. Alright. Well I was sh- gonna say it, but you had the it just it worked out perfectly. It so. did,
0: I know. I, listen. Alright, Shindul, do you have anything else to say to these lovely people listening or live here at twitch.tv
1: Why do you keep coming back?
0: <laughs> Cause they love us, clearly. <laughs> you know why they keep coming back. <laughs> the entertain listen, during the show, real quick, shout oh, I lost it. <laughs> I had it, I had it and I lost it. <laughs> real quick, I was a uh, ironware subbed uh, or not sub, but have followed, and, and uh, let's see, it's following us, and we got a few other people. We had other people. right? RainX from earlier. Uh, so, yeah, if you like this content, you like us, just give us a follow here. You don't have to sub, but if you do want to give us some money to help support the show, you're absolutely lovely, and we appreciate you if you do that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and mute Shin so I can go ahead and get us out of here, because it is getting late. Uh, so... Hitting that button. And hitting this button. Uh, I want to thank you all again for showing up and talking to us about Final Fantasy XIV. Next week we'll continue this discussion. And I think it's an important discussion to have, because we, we do love this game and we want it to see it succeed, uh, but we don't we know it's not perfect, and we know it's continually to be worked on and grown. Um, and it's still in its early stages, only being its third expansion. Uh so thank you all so much. Uh Wednesday I'll be here streaming. So, I guess, as always, till sea swall is all, that you can put in your mouth. Keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of maelstromradio.com and Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy fourteen and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Sodo. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.